am, uh, at this point, going to invite the kids to come forward. Uh, kids, uh, whether you're old or young, feel free to come on forward. Moms and dads, if you've got little ones, you're welcome to come up with them. There's no age limit on this, so kids of all ages are welcome. <laughs> Guys, sit down. We're going to talk a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it is good. I like those Santa jammies, Bishop boys. Those are, those are on point. Guys, well, uh, as we said, at, at this church, uh, we, do, uh, we do love our children, and we desire to be a place uh, where children can grow to know the story, uh, the story where we place our hope and our faith. Kids, how's everybody, is everybody having a good Christmas? Yes. Yeah. What's been the best part so far? Worshiping. You got a BB gun? Wow. That's, a, that's an awesome gift. Nice. Worshiping? That's a, that's a sweet answer. What, what, el- what, what else has been, uh, has been awesome? Any, any, anything else? Getting to wear your pajamas to church? Is that pretty cool? Eh? Really? Cool. Well, guys, we are going to read a passage from the Bible together. This is uh, in big church over the last uh, few weeks. We've been learning about a prophet named Micah. A prophet named Micah. And uh, in Micah, in his language, in Hebrew, means who is like God? Who is like God? And Micah's answer to that question is nobody. Nobody is quite like God. Nobody's as love. We do have two Micahs up here, which is pretty awesome. Did you know that that's what that means in Hebrew? Who is like God? Yes. Who's as gracious and loving and strong? And here's the way that Micah, Micah wrote a book. Uh, this is about 800 years before Jesus was born. And this is what Micah said. Listen to these words, kids. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever, Because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. You will show faithfulness to Jacob and steadfast love to Abraham. As you have sworn to our fathers from the days of old. Here's a question, kids. How can you tell if somebody loves you? can you tell if somebody loves you? If they, if they take care of you? Yep. How else love can you? If they love you? Yep. If they play with you? Yeah, you can tell that people love you if they're your mommy or daddy or a friend, if they get down and play with you. Pray. If they pray with you? Yeah. If they show kindness towards you? Yep. How else can you tell if somebody loves you? You don't know? Yeah, Julie. If they have compassion for you, that's right. Yeah, if they see you hurting, if they come around and, and lift you up. What's that? Nothing. Yeah, so there's all kinds of ways that the people in our lives can show us that they love us. But you know what Micah says? He says of all those people that love you, whether it's your mommy and daddy or your grandparents or your friends or your brothers and sisters, all those people who love you, you know what? None of their love can quite compare to the way that God loves us. That the most loving people you'll ever meet only point us 
to the way that God loves us more than anybody, right? And Micah tells us that the reasons that God's love is unlike any other love is because God's love is always gracious, that God's love is forgiving. You know, God is the one who made us, right? He made us because he loves us. He's the one who taught us how to live. He gave us rules for living our lives. And it's because he was lonely. And you think because he was lonely? Well, did you know the Bible tells us that God did make us to be his friends? That he wants us to be his friends. But he was never, ever, uh, in and of himself, he had friends already in Jesus and in the Holy Spirit. But that he made us because their love was overflowing and he wanted to love us too. Hold on one second, buddy. Um, And so that God who loved us and made us and taught us how to live, that even when we decided to live not that way, when we decided to break his commands and to break his rules, he still looked on us with compassion and love because he's forgiving. Micah tells us that God delights in steadfast love. That means that he loves to love us. That loving us gives him joy. And steadfast love means that his love is committed. It's unconditional. He doesn't love us more when we obey and do good things or love us less when we break his commands and do bad things. That God's love is steadfast. Steadfast just means committed and strong and unconditional. Who knows the story? Micah, uh, the prophet Micah uses another story from God's people. Uh, to tell us what it'll be like when God comes to save us. He uses the story of when God saved the Israelites from the Egyptians. Does anybody know that story? Has anybody heard that story about when Israel, when God's people were slaves in Egypt, he led them out of slavery with a man named Moses? Does anybody recognize that name, Moses? Yes, and I know this story. Right, and he led his people out, and they were on their way out of the Egyptians who were chasing them and trying to hurt them. And he led them right to the banks of the Red Sea. And what happened at the Red Sea? Does anybody remember that story? Right, it split open. That's right. God split open the Red Sea. Right? Can you imagine the Atlantic Ocean splitting open in half so that God's people could get out through the ocean and escape the bad people? And then when the bad guys were chasing after them to kill them, who knows what happened? It closed up over them. That's right. And they drowned. And they drowned. That's right. Very graphic Christmas story. (laughs) But God took the enemies of his people, the, the enemies that wanted to do his people harm, and he threw those enemies into the sea. But then Micah tells us that in that day, God will take our sins and throw them into the sea. Right? God is telling us... We're wrapping up. God is telling us... That we have an enemy worse than any bad guys. We have an enemy that's worse than the Egyptians, worse than people who would want to harm us, and it's our sin. The, the bad things that we do, our guilt before God, our efforts to live our lives apart from him. But in Jesus, you know what God is doing? He's taking those sins, and he's gathering them up, and he's wadding them up, and he's throwing them out into the sea, so deep that they'll never be able to come out again, that God is conquering our enemies. That's the gift that God gives us at Christmas, the gift of Jesus and the gift of his grace. Because who is like God? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. Yes, Hart. Okay, let's say a prayer. (laughs) Dear God, thank you that in Jesus, 
in Jesus, you came close to us. You gave your love to us. You gave your steadfast, committed, never giving up love. You gave us forgiveness. You took every bad thing we had done, every effort we made to run away from you. You took it and you gathered it up and you threw it into the sea. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be grateful, to be thankful for your incredible love for us in Jesus. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.